Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the voice chat. I'm Colby. I'm Tanner. Uh, again, we want to excuse Tanner. <laughs> Tanner, you're right here. All right, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> <So> <laughs> going solo on this one, but we want to excuse uh, Darren and Matt. Again, they're still doing sales, doing great as far as we know. They yeah. haven't come home crying yet, so I think they're doing good. So, <laughs> anyway, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Anyways, today's topic is kind of some forgotten people in history. I mean, just just a few. I mean, I know there's a lot of people that have done great things in history and lots of different. Uh, achievements and stuff that we really overlook but the few that i kind of picked to kind of talk about a little bit i think really impact our daily lives for the most part i okay. mean yeah more than we think more than we think and what we know right. um start off with is i wanted to start off with uh alexander graham bell granted most people know who he is but i feel like we forget about him a lot it's not like he's Thomas Edison, where it's like, oh, yeah, he invented the light bulb. Right, so every time you flick on a light now, oh, Thomas Edison pops yeah. to mind. Whereas, like, I'm holding my phone, like, I'm not thinking about Al- Alexander Graham Bell. Yeah, like, you're thinking of Apple. Yeah, I'm thinking of uh, Steve, Steve Jobs. Jobs. Yeah, I was like, I blanked for a minute. Wozniak like, and whoever the third guy was. <laughs> yeah, whoever it was. But um, now it's Tim Cook. Yeah. So he came to the U.S. as a teacher of the deaf. Interesting. So Like sign language? I it's, it just is teacher of the deaf. So I so I'm assuming I'm a, yeah I would like assume so signing and like kind of like um, I don't know if he's working it, with them working with them like teaching them okay one two like you like a normal teacher would but he specialized in deaf kids oh cool is, or deaf deaf people I should say I don't that's know if cool they were kids or not um and he conceived the idea of electric speech while visiting his hearing impaired mother in Canada electric speech everything in like Stephen Hawking oh, style, like something like, like that. speak through a computer, or idea? like through like uh, electrical wire or something like. I don't think it's like straight like Stephen Hawking. It's like okay. typing on a computer saying something. Okay, cool. Um, he uh, Bell was born in Scotland. So oh. Scottish, not very good with my Scottish accent. You almost sound British. But it's cross between the two. Is you is Scotland a part of the UK? Yeah. So it's Ireland that's not. Or is it the other way around? I don't I can't. I always get those two mixed up, too. Yeah. Because I want to say one is on, like, that main island, mm-hmm. and then the other one is a separate island. I'm going to look that up real fast. Yeah. You continue. Yep. Um, so he, he was an inventor. And what's funny is he was actually, let's see, which university was he? He graduated university um, in anatomy and physiology. So, was more of a human body type of guy versus like a electric inventor of things. But he invented something that could clean wheat. Um, so when you harvest wheat and stuff, you kind of have to clean it and go through a process. I'm not hmm. an ex- expert on that. I'm not a farmer, so I don't know. All right, back to that last point. Ireland is off the west coast of the United Kingdom. Ireland so is not part of the United Kingdom, but Scotland is. Scotland is. Okay. I couldn't remember. Scotland, I believe, is the northern part of... It's like north of England. Yep. Yeah. Um, Really, there's not a lot about Alexander Graham Bell. He's not like... I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more information than what I found about him, but really the biggest achievement of his, he didn't have a lot of other things that he did besides the telephone. I mean, he had right. that wheat machine, but I believe he was like... 15 or something when he invented that like so he was pretty young inventing stuff and then kind of progressed into trying to help people and stuff and then come up with the telephone cool 
I know there's disputes. Or is that the radio? It might be the radio. Who invented the radio first? There was I think there's disputes on pretty much every major invention. Right. But there, there's one uh, invention either. It's either a telephone or the radio where it's an argument over if it was a British guy or it was a Russian that did it. Oh, okay. I can't remember which one it is. I mean, I'm sure Russia's going to claim that they did it first. but Well, they tried to get the space first and saw how that worked out, too. Didn't. The moon landing was fake, bro. My bad. I mean... Granted, they got. Come on, don't you see the way the the flag moves? Yeah, it it does. It moves, man. Yeah, it waves. There's no gravity in space, bro. Yeah, bro. I'm an expert. <laughs> we love everybody, don't we, Tanner? <laughs> <laughs> Very much. All right, the next person I want to talk about. Whoa, wait, wait, sorry, real fast. I meant to ask. So, did he invent the telephone on accident? As trying to invent something else and then accidentally created the telephone, or I, was it like, oh, I want to make. I, this an idea. I believe it was kind of a, especially looking at like um, trying to help people communicate. I think he just kind of stumbled upon it and realized okay. what he could do with it okay. versus like trying to help um, something that was mute or something. Communicate. Okay. So he's trying to do the communication and then realized that there was this other opportunity. Yeah. As far as I know, the little, okay. the little research I did. Okay. That's so it wasn't like an accident, kind of like Velcro or Viagra. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, just making sure. <laughs> Never mind. I won't. <laughs> I was going to say something about a fun fact about Viagra, but I won't. <laughs> Not that I've taken it, but. Okay, okay, Colby. <laughs> it's good for altitude sickness. Oh, yeah, yeah. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you don't believe me. I'm not going to ask you on how you know that. <laughs> when you have siblings that are in the medical field, they tell you things. So. Oh, okay. That, that, that's a good point. That makes sense. It's not like, oh, I took it because I was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're just going <laughs> to. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move glaze on. Glaze past that one. The next person, speaking of medical field, is Alexander Fleming. Okay. So he actually dis- discovered penicillin. Oh. Um, he was serving in as a medic in World War One. He's, again, Scottish. Oh. Um. Uh, he was watching soldiers die as a result of wound infections and stu- such. And he, his observations led to him write an article on the topic that went ex- unaccepted. I can't read today. That's okay. We, everybody gets just. You are a little slow, according I, to. I'm a little dim. According to a comment. <laughs> or two. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, in 1928, he inadvertently discovered a bacteria killing killing mold after leaving a petri dish uncovered near a window open window after determining it was part of the penicillin genes he published a 1929 paper about it so it was an accident so it, this why one is was everything a, an accident maybe it's not an why accident. are you why were you an accident hey you know what's funny <laughs> <laughs> were you or were you were you planned I have no idea for sure, but when your closest sibling is six years older than you, uh, yeah, and you're born in November, <laughs> I think yeah, it's accident. <laughs> I think it's a good shot. Valentine's Day got a little crazy <laughs> one year, huh? Probably. <laughs> oh shoot! I don't want to be having an emergency call here. Oh, that would have been bad. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but it seems like a lot of inventions like that were accidents. I mean, with yeah, Edison, I believe that he like was trying to make the light bulb like a rod, mm-hmm. like. And realized it, the heat, and it couldn't take the heat and stuff, and then tried different things and different shapes and stuff. It didn't work. And oh. then he, I think he accidentally st- made the incandescent that we know, the right. bulb shape that we know now. 
Right. Well, I mean, his famous quote, you know, he didn't fail. He found 10,000 ways not to make a light bulb or whatever. Right. right. I'm trying to think what else. There's some other famous inventions, I'm sure, that are accidents and stuff. That I feel like a lot of kind of just random things that we don't think about. Right. It's like, oh, yeah, I was trying to do this, but I did this, and this is better, so I'm going to go with this. And then there's other things where it's like, no, they were trying to make this. Well, like a camera. That was the one thing that came to my mind. I'm like, I'm pretty sure they were trying to make a camera. There's no way that right. they can I mean, accidentally make the that. The way cameras work, I mean, it's crazy. The way light works and what they used to do before an actual camera, they do shows and stuff like that mm-hmm. with it. And that's that's an interesting, that's a whole. I, I know you can go right That's a that Yeah, that's a, that's a cool. The way, the mechanics of it is just crazy. And it, it, how it, it's just like your eyeball. That's a, that's a whole other thing. But, yeah. Right. Anyways. So on to one of our next ones is I kind of mentioned him earlier was Tesla. Okay. Uh, Nikola Tesla. Again, I think he was very overshadowed by Edison. I mean, right. granted, they those two fought each other a lot right. throughout their time together and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, even the electric chair. That's kind of one of the, the. I don't know the. I'm trying to find what word I'm trying to say. I'm a little dim, so I know. <laughs> Uh, like like the forefront, like one of his big accomplishments, no, or uh, something they fought between. No, it's kind of like an accident that kind of oh, okay. happened. Like uh, they figured out that you could shock someone. Yeah, because they were arguing with AC versus DC. Right. So do you want to explain what that is for? No, I can't explain that. Alternating current and direct current. I I knew what they meant. It's alternating back and forth. Direct is one way. Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> something like that. All right. I just know the band. <laughs> That's the only AC DC I know. Exactly. Anyways, something, whatever, which one, I don't remember which one. One like one, one like the other. Yeah, I, 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 I I'm not sure either. AC was Tesla. Okay. That right here. So right. DC was, direct current was uh, Edison. Well, wasn't it like Edison kind of won that battle, so everyone went direct current, and then years later come to find out that alternating current was better for it was safer. the majority of everything? Yeah. Okay. Well, and what they did with the electric chair was kind of back to what I was talking about with that is that was kind of come about because I believe Edison was the one that invented the electric chair okay. and used said he used AC when he really used DC to do it. Oh, okay. So he was trying to prove that how dangerous AC was and to get uh, everybody away from it. So right. everybody would start using direct current. So Edison would earn all the money from his patents and stuff from everybody using it and buying it. Right. And he was trying to disprove Tesla, but really Tesla was the correct right with AC versus DC. Granted, I right. think I'm not an electrician. I do believe you, we still use both to a certain. I, extent. I think it depends on what it is. Yes. Yeah. So, because like a car is DC, right? But like in a house, it's AC. Yeah. Depending on what it is you're trying to power right. and the type of power it needs and needs to draw, it depends on what type of current you're going to use. Right. So I mean, we can debate here like idiots all day long yeah. like we want to yeah. say which is better but i have no idea i'm not an electrician so i don't really care yeah. it, it, it depends it depends yeah it depends we'll just leave it at that. It depends yeah all right on to our next person is bass reeves he was born into slavery in arkansas and escaped the indian territory during the american civil it's war it's arkansas is it though why is this one Kansas and this one not Arkansas? <laughs> America, explain. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have North Dakota and South Dakota? Why do we have North Carolina and South Carolina? It's just, just what it is. Uh, West Virginia. 
Mountain Mama, take me home. Country roads. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not an English major. I couldn't tell you. I was just wondering why we pronounce it. I guess it's like hurricane. Hurricane. Well, it, and it's Thule. Twilla. Twilla. I mean, Utah's weird. Weird. <coughs> weird. Weird. <laughs> mountain or mountain? Mountain. <laughs> crick or crick? You mean creek or crick? Same difference. Yeah, it depends. <laughs> it depends on how I'm feeling. Is it caramel or caramel? Depends. Okay. Are you talking about like the liquid or like the hard candy? Oh. That's usually my distinction between them. Is right. I don't I'm no expert on this. I'm no candy expert, but caramel, I believe, is the liquid. and Caramel is the, the hard candy, huh. I think. I may have that backwards, I too. I don't know. I thought it was just how you pronounce it. It's like potato, potato, tomato, tomato. S- what's the thing that you sleep on and put your head on when you a sleep? A pillow. Okay. It's not, not, it's not no. pillow. It's pillow. an eye. Same with a pen, not a pin. It's a pen. Sorry for the plosives. <laughs> we so. we'll have the sound there. <laughs> for real. <laughs> or like, how do you say... Ketchup. Ketchup. I hate people. Ketchup? Ketchup. It's an E, not an A. <laughs> Ketchup? How do you say, like, um, what Rocket is in Guardians of the Galaxy? A raccoon? Okay. I go back and forth between. Uh, I say raccoon. It depends on if I'm. <coughs> sorry, raccoon. 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 <laughs> I mean, you could just shorten it, but that's not very nice. Yeah, that's an inappropriate, <laughs> Colby. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Anyways, back <laughs> to Bass Reeves. <laughs> that was a weird sidetrack we just uh, took. Our apologies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you left. I mean, if you stayed at this point, I think. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> this new episode. <laughs> Anyways, Bass Reeves um, was known for his remarkable tracking skills and knowledge of the re- region. He became a legendary figure of the Wild West. Oh, cool. Again, he was no Buffalo Bill or anybody like that, but. Um, he did turn into a U.S. Marshal. Oh. Um, he was over west of the Mississippi, so he was over a large region. Right. Um, during his career, he arrested over 3,000 outlaws, including notorious criminals like Bell Star and Cherokee Bill. Never heard of those two either. Mm -mm. I'm a Wild West fan, but never heard of those. Um, he was known for... Um, enforcing the law without prejudice and gained a reputation for being fair and impartial. So he would have made a good judge. Nice. I don't know any good judges anymore. Haven't seen one in a while, so. I know a guy. I know a couple guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a neighbor. <laughs> I an old professor of mine. Oh, nice. Um, he retired from law enforcement in 1907, but continued to serve as a police officer in Oklahoma. Oh, cool. So Oklahoma? You don't hear much about Oklahoma, do you? Oklahoma's one of those forgotten states. I just know Oklahoma from like the the play or the movie. Which Oklahoma? I've never. It's seen It's called Oklahoma. Never seen it. It's a it. movie, and I think it, it, there's a play about it as well. Probably. That's all I know. Texas overshadows it. It's true. Texas. It's just North Texas. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, how do you piss off a Texan? <laughs> how do you piss them off? Tell them if you if you cut Alaska in half, they'll be the third largest state. <laughs> <laughs> what's with texas always being like everything's bigger in texas. texas why is that always a thing I don't, know. I don't know anybody from texas i know a couple i work with some people from texas you should ask them why, okay. is, it, why is it a thing i'm just curious here yeah 
Uh, they'll probably say it's just Texas. That's just that's just what it is. Yeah, they probably say some stuff about Utah. <laughs> hey, we got fry sauce. So I'm not complaining. That's oh, I love fry sauce, dude. I I have some in the fridge that I made. It's actually pretty good. I mean, that's the best way to do it. I'll like, have you try I'm, some. It's better just home make it than mm-hmm. anything else. Well, that's because everything up. It's called mayo chup. Yeah, and it's too much mayonnaise. Yeah, but, yeah. So it's like the local restaurants that make it so. Mm-hmm. Good, dude. Uh, Red, Ro- Red Robin though has a pretty. Their campfire sauce is pretty much oh, like a fry sauce. That stuff is good. That stuff is to die for. Or like cane sauce is pretty much fry sauce. That's basically. It's a, I know how to make that too. <laughs> actually, YouTube videos, man. No, yeah, I mean it's copycat recipes. All right, on to our next one. Um, is Ada or Ada? Pretty sure it's. How's it spelled? A D A. Ada, Ada, either either one. Either I'm sure. Or. Uh, Lovelace. Um. She was um, the first, um, one of the first world computer programmers. Oh, so she her ideas laid the foundation for development of modern computer programming and the concept of software. Lovelace's visionary insights into the potential of computers extended beyond mere calculations as she contemplated their use in music and art generation. Oh, cool. So a lot of what she did probably laid the ground for what we have today for, like, iPhones and stuff, too. Or, right. like, okay, yeah, like, it can do computing and stuff, like, in the 60s and stuff, like, big right. IBM computers doing right. a bunch of... Com- uh, the computing for the the shuttle? Yeah, for the... The launch. moon landing? Yeah, the moon landing. That was fake. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we're experts. We're experts. We know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of what she did kind of laid the groundwork for making things easier of actually using it more for just calculations and work and did it say animation and art in there too um, is that what you said or i just misread it was mis- music heard. and art okay so that is like apple because apple yeah. originally was like for graphic designers yeah uh, in the early days so that's kind of cool yeah i doesn't give i didn't write down a year we don't have a year or anything for her so i'm sure she was probably right around 60s or 70s yeah right around that time that's when computers were starting or maybe even before that could be before that yeah because we kind of had computers during the first world war kind of yeah a little bit we had some technology into it but not nothing crazy yeah i mean but again they were massive rooms of right all sorts of machinery and stuff trying to run and do stuff right um our next Next one we want to talk about is Rosalind Franklin. This one's actually very interesting. Kind of go back to healthcare and stuff. Okay. Um, Any relation to Benjamin Franklin or do you know? I have no idea. Of your knowledge? Maybe. Pro- probably is. Maybe. Distant, mm-hmm. Distantly. Distantly. Cool. Um, she was involved with x-ray imaging. Oh. Um, have you broken a bone? Remind me. Nope. Never broken a bone. Okay. I've sprained... Everything, yeah. <laughs> Sprained my whole body, basically. Yeah. But okay. Um, it was mostly for using like X-rays to look at like DNA and stuff to kind of look more. Oh, whoa. Smaller, because um, this talks about her work provided crucial evidence of the double helix structure of the DNA and helped shape the field of mo- molecular biology. I had to oh, really wow. think hard on that word. That was that's neat. way cool. Um, her research techniques and methodologies in x-rays continue to be used in various scientific fields today. Wow. X-raying to see. That's interesting. It said x-ray diffraction. I think I skipped diffraction. Oh, okay. 
So it's some type of some type X raying to peer into everyone's soul. Yeah, look looking at your cells and stuff and looking at all the DNA inside okay. and stuff. So that's cool. I mean it's crazy to think of how much like information quote information right. is in like your DNA it's and you're stored in cells. one little tiny piece. And, like you can't even see. Like it's right. amazing how small it is. Right, or how much data our brains can hold. Yeah, or what we can actually do with our brains. Supposedly, ten percent is what we use. Just funny because technically you use a hundred percent of your brain. Yeah. But I'm thinking it's only at ten percent power. Yeah. Because it's like we use our prefrontal cortex. We use the other parts of the brain. That's the only one I know. <laughs> you know, there's <laughs> other parts of the brain that light up during certain things. So it's like we're technically using every part of the brain. Right. But I'm assuming it's not to its fullest potential because I've heard that my whole life is. Yeah. You use only ten percent of your brain. It's like well, what ten percent? Yeah. What What does ten percent mean? Like. Yeah. Who Who quantifies that and who describes what ten percent yeah. is? All I know is that the human body only has enough blood to run one head at a time. <laughs> <laughs> that is some good advice for some of our <laughs> our younger <audience. laughs> young, younger young men that listen to our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Just keep that in mind when you're. I don't know. And and the females out there, remember that us men, we ain't perfect. Yeah, <laughs> that's why women talk so much too. Let's not get into that. <laughs> Sorry about that one. That was a little detour we might want to <laughs> avoid later. All right. Anyways, the last person I wanted to bring up was Alan Turing. Um, he was in crypto- cryptography. That's a big word. In World War That's II. That's code stuff, right? Yeah. So, okay. like, he was hoping decode the German Enigma. Good coffee. Okay. I cannot speak today. Machine that... Basically, what that was for those that don't know was the Germans were using a machine that they would type on like a typewriter, and then they would type a message onto a piece of paper, and it'd be something completely different from what they right. typed. So he helped break the code for that, so that That's the Allies cool. and stuff could read the code and figure out what they were doing. Fun fact about that: Did you know that the United States and the Allied forces would use Navajo speakers, and we would speak in Navajo to each other because. They didn't know about Germans it. didn't know about that. Yeah, the Navajo code talkers. Yep. They were. Which is way cool. Also, another <laughs> side note on that. <laughs> I can't remember for the life of me this guy's name, but I know him as the last Indian war chief or something like that, I think is the name he got because <laughs> in Native American culture, um, you would have to do certain things in order to become like a chief or warrior or something. And it was in battle. It was like you had to steal an enemy horse. Um, there were certain criteria you had to meet and do. Capture an enemy's weapon or something like that. And, and there's certain things you'd have to do to in order to become a war chief or something. I, I think it's war chief. Anyways, this um, Native American soldier was in the war and he got separated from his platoon or something. And he does all those things. I'm not sure if he did it on purpose, but he stole enemy horses. He captured an enemy without you know, with taking his weapon or killing him or something like that. And he like checked off all these little things and he became the last, like I think black Hawk, black Hawk war chief, I think is what it's called. That, uh, that sounds familiar. It, I vaguely it's something, something around that. I'm not a hundred percent sure what it is, but something around that. And so he became 
the last one because now it's a little different. They don't have right those traditional wars and stuff like that. So, but in World, I believe it was World War II that he that this happened. I'm like, ah, that's, that's, that's awesome. Let's go. <laughs> it, the best thing to ever do is be the first person to do something or the last person to do something. Yeah, you go down in history. Like it, you're somewhere in the middle. Sometimes if you do something a little different, you have to be real good. Right. Set a record that lasts for a long time. Right. And that's why some of the people we talked about today have been kind of overshadowed and stuff because they've not been number one. They've been number two, or they were number one, and somebody else perfected it more. That they're yeah, or got out. it out first, right? Like Edison and the light bulb, right? Going back to that earlier was like there was other people that were working on the light bulb and were getting close, but he just managed to get it out first, I believe. Or right. Some of his other inventions, same thing, is he just got it out first, right? And he and he was able to go get patents for it, too, right? First. And that comes from money as well, right? And that money and knowing how to do do it correctly too, right? So. Um, back to Alan Turing. Um, he was rightly... Oh, I cannot speak today. <laughs> Good Gandhi. I'm a little dim if you guys didn't know about yeah. that. He's widely regarded as the father of computer science and artificial intelligence. Oh, wow. Do you um, think he worked with the the Ada? Probably. He probably did. Probably knew of each other, maybe. Maybe. They could have. Um, Turing's concept of the Turing machine formed the basis of development of modern computers and computational theory. So, again, <laughs> helped with computers down the road as well. Wow. So, again, you have all these people to think for all these wonderful things yeah, that everybody yeah. takes for advantage today. Artificial intelligence. Uh, we'd like to thank artificial intelligence, AI, yeah. for the majority of our lives. <laughs> yeah. A lot has to do with your content that we bring you. So, <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. Well, Thank you for joining us today. Thank I'm you. I'm Colby. That's Tanner. Catch you next time. Adios. Bye.